Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special, interesting episode of The Wayward Dragons. I say very special and interesting because my wonderful co-host has no freaking clue what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we, we originally had something planned, uh, and after talking, we are just like, wait, we've already basically done this. Yeah. So... Uh, Kelsey was like, well, it's your episode, so why don't you pick a topic? So I'm like, great, I'll pick a topic. <laughs> and uh, struggled and struggled and struggled and finally had one come to me. So I'm like, you know what? That's that's uh, that's good. Uh, you know, just evil laugh here. I just, ha 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 ha. So I picked this topic totally in secret. Um, yeah, I've I was kind of debating between whether I wanted to do necromancy okay. or kitchen witchery. Uh, two very different topics. <laughs> and while Those I are love like opposite stuff, ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yes, yes they are. <laughs> uh, while I love spooky stuff, yeah, uh, and this is a topic I would love to talk about. I don't know. We've We've got a lot of like shit going on some of that can be dark yeah uh so i figured we'd go with the kitchen witchery there you go so we're talking about being a kitchen witch Woo! yay uh <laughs> so what makes a good kitchen witch and you know why is it good to know one yeah oh by the way my name is johnny i don't know if i said that i don't think i said <laughs> I <was> that like, <laughs> so hi guys <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not Kelsey since I said Kelsey's name. <laughs> like, I'm Kelsey. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. You'll have to excuse me. I'm running on two hours of sleep. Yeah. Yes. So, simply put, a kitchen witch is someone who practices kitchen witchery. You know, <laughs> mm. if that doesn't make sense, or if you don't understand what that means, I don't know what to tell you, bud. Uh. It's someone who uses spellcraft in producing foods, drinks, yeah. or really any type of consumables. So, um, yeah. yeah, hey, you can be a kitchen witch and be a mixologist and make, mm -hmm. you know, tinctures and beverages for mm -hmm. people with that are alcoholic. <laughs> or you can be a kitchen witch and do baked goods or, you know, all sorts of other food stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can so also kind of a mixture of both. That's yeah. the one thing I've, I've learned is it's okay to not put a label on yourself. You don't have to be a certain type of witch. I identify more as kitchen or a um, herbalist more than yeah. anything because I do a lot of tunctures and stuff. <laughs> so chances are due to COVID and the cost of stuff nowadays and how much it costs eating out mm -hmm. uh, and going out. A lot of people are probably spending more time at home. Yes. While you're at home, you're more than likely making your own food. Mm -hmm. Obviously meal prepping for work, because let's be honest, uh, at least in the United States, uh, yeah, it's almost impossible to afford anything. And yeah. a lot of people have two jobs. Either that or they're overworked at their one job that it's hard for them to function. So a lot of people do meal prep. Yeah. 
uh, and you know, making cocktails and such. Yes. If not, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't know why you're listening to this episode. Cut it out. No. Uh, <laughs> if, if if none of those are you, that's fine. You, could, I'd still say give us a listen because you know it might change your perspective on things or give you a little insight. Uh, yes. Regardless of what you're doing, you know, many of us are super freaking busy, and let's be honest. Sometimes you have to say, okay. Do I have time to make food? Do I want to make food? Or do I want to, you know, practice my craft or what? Well, mm-hmm. great news, guys. Regardless of which one you're doing with this, you can actually do both. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's all important. And it's important to take the time to feed your body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we are all at least... Uh, Let me try that again. While I hope you spending time with us and listening to us talk is at least somewhat feeding your mind, you still got to take care of your body and spirit. Yes. Uh, Because those, you know, the importance of their well-being, your health, and your mood, all super important. Yes. To quote an anime like a nerd that I am, and no, it's not One Piece for those of you who... uh, (laughs) <laughs> or listening to my our episodes in the wrong order and or listen to our last episode where I go on a rant about how much I love One Piece and I'm excited for the live action. It's actually from Soul Leader. But uh, the quote is, a sound soul resides within a sound mind with a sound... or sa- resides within a sound body with a sound mind. Uh, so we must... In other words, we must feed all aspects of ourself. Yes with what is best for us. Now, does that mean we can't eat out from time to time or eat a little junk food? No. Enjoy what you enjoy. Just enjoy it in moderation. Yes. Just remember that everything you put into your body is fueling your body in some way, shape, or form. Whether they be intentions, food, uh, you know, if you have a little drink you drink, whatever. Uh, All that being said... How do we take care of ourselves via kitchen witchery? Honestly, it's super simple. Mm-hmm. You essentially just make your kitchen into your temple. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. work to keep it clean, keep it cleansed. You can even put a small altar in there. Remember, yeah. guys, food is magic. It is. How is food ma- uh, magical, you may be thinking? Well, it's simple. When we cook, we're not only preparing for what we will consume physically, but also the energy that we are putting into the food. Simple, simple, uh, simple example here. Let's talk about pasta. Kels, let's talk about pasta. You love pasta, right? Everyone loves pasta. I love pasta. (laughs) So think about this. Say you're making, you know, spaghetti with a homemade tomato sauce. Yeah. Uh, what are you really consuming? Well, Pasta is typically made out of flour, predominantly. Yeah. And most flour that the pasta is made out of comes from wheat. You can simply, when you're making the pasta, you can thank a goddess of the harvest mm-hmm. for, you know, the work that she's put into to cultivate it and for her to bless it. You know, you have to meet her 
Ishtar. There are numerous others. I do not want to go into the whole freaking list here. Wheat is typically used as a magical symbol for fertility and fruitfulness, and oftentimes wealth as well. Yeah. It is sometimes eaten to induce fertility and to bring in wealth. Water, of course, is a symbol of birth and death in the cycle of life. And salt is used typically for cleansing and ground, uh, grounding. You can literally make a ritual out of making spaghetti noodles. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. fire that boils the water, the water itself, the salt. Mm-hmm. Sauce is, if you just have a standard tomato sauce uh, that you're making, a lot of the time it's simply made up of tomatoes, olive oil, onions, garlic, and various herbs such as basil. Yeah. I put rosemary in mine. Well, you can even do rosemary. Actually, we can get to that in a second. So, (laughs) if you look at, like, magical herbs and what plants are used for, tomatoes are typically used for uh, prosperity, protection, Mm -hmm. and love. Olive oil is typically used for protection, healing, purification. Mm -hmm. Onions, typically it's protection, exorcism. Healing, money, prophetic dreams, and lust. Garlic, similarly, is protection, healing, exorcism, lust, and anti-theft, which was interesting. That's, yeah. Basil, or basil for some of our listeners, is uh, typically used for love, exorcism, wealth, and protection. In other words, with the right intentions, when you're making the spaghetti ritual... You can bring forth wealth, love into your life, and protection. Mm -hmm. You can literally be making spaghetti to bring love into your life. Yeah. And let's be honest. Eating pasta is self-love. It is. (laughs) So just just add the intention in there. And uh, who doesn't love pasta? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I I think of all the herbal properties of all these things. Well, so that's that's the thing too. Is that's part of this is like looking at the herbal, herbal properties and what they bring in. So you said you use rosemary. Yes, I use rosemary in a lot of stuff. Do 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 do. But you, as like, I'm looking through, this has been a conversation a lot in my life <laughs> the last couple weeks. Okay, so here you go. Mm-hmm. Rosemary is typically used for protection, love, mm-hmm. lust. Exorcism, purification, healing, sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, increasing mental abilities. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that works as well. And so you're, you know, you're literally, you've got a pot. You're, you know, you're making your spaghetti, spaghetti noodles. When you make your uh, sauce, you're putting all these things in and you can simply, you know, ask for a blessing or some sort over yeah. it and ask for the blessing of what you're putting in and saying, you know, I put this in with the intention of blank. Yeah. And you're literally making magic as you're cooking food. Yes. And then and you can do this with literally any food, not just pasta, obviously. Pasta is easy. Uh, soup. Just, soup. Yeah. Oh, soup is a great one. Um, yeah, just look at, look at all the parts of what you're putting into it. And how it plays into your own personal practices and beliefs. 
you know, I'm not going to say this definitely means this, this definitely means this, because that fluctuates sometimes from person to person. Yeah. Uh, you can do this with your meal prepping, you know, instead of thinking, um, instead of thinking about how shitty your work week's going to be and like, well, I've got to do this. I've got to deal with this client. I've got to send out these reports. I've got to look at this data. You know, I've got to deal with these customers. I've got to work with this person I don't like. You know, don't think negative thoughts. Put positive intention into it. And yes, I know this sounds like a bit of a cliche in this day and age with a lot of the woo-woo and the whole manifest your own reality stuff that a lot of, I call them pop witches or, you know, the TikTok witches and stuff that are, you know, jump on the bandwagon, the... Yeah, it's the faster practice. That's fine, but as you know, we said when we started this podcast, part of the reason why we're doing this is to give information to people, not just and like all the information, not just the woo woo stuff, and try and give as accurate as we can. Uh, yeah. Not just what's nice to hear. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation, especially on TikTok. Yeah, and while there is some truth in it. Um, there's also a lot of BS, but yes, putting your intentions into the universe or putting your intentions into the food has a higher statistical chance of making it happen. Yeah. You know, you're, you're literally manifesting and you're literally charging your food while you're making it to make your week better, to make your day better, you know, in a way to give you the courage to talk to that person that you have, you know, a crush on to give you the backbone to stand up and say, I'm not going to take this anymore to, you know, give you the dedication to see something and, you know, push through it. Yeah. It's there. And you just, you have to put in the intention. You have to put in the effort to make that happen. But this is, I mean, this is the basics of what kitchen witchery and kitchen, a kitchen witch does so let's uh let's talk about magical tools in the kitchen shall we okay what should or can you use truthfully you can use any kind of kitchen tool or appliance that you want just you know consecrate it and uh you know that being said you can of course you can look into the materials that the tools are made out of uh cast iron Mm-hmm. You know, I'm from the South and we are, we're cast iron people. <laughs> you are. <laughs> cast iron is a, for instance, is amazing. It is. You know, it, I mean, hell, that's what most quote unquote witches cauldrons are made out of. Yep. That being said, if you're working with the Fae, you should probably not use cast iron if you're like making food offering for them. Yes. So you could pick a special kitchen knife and use that as your affame while you're creating stuff or have a wooden spoon and use that as your wand. I've actually known numerous kitchen witches that have actually engraved and like burned in sigils and or runes into their wooden cooking spoons mm-hmm. to help channel channel and enhance the magical flow. Yeah. You know, it 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 seems a little weird, a little silly at times, but I don't know, man. It seems to work. Uh, I would say that, you know, these acts may seem mundane, but they can 
100% be uh, magical. And if you're not going to use, if you're not going to do kitchen witchery all the time, and you're going to consecrate some of these items for this, I would say have a separate one for mundane purposes. Yeah. Uh, that way, if you're like, fuck that guy, fuck that guy, as you're, you know, cooking something. Yeah. You know, giving, like, that anger into it, not messing with the energy of. The, yeah, weird stuff. I mean, like I said, literally, any tool can be magical. Yes, very much so. You know, and, you know, deities, of course, <laughs> typically harvest deities, uh. Anything really that involves food, hearth deities, uh, hearth goddesses, great for kitchen witchery. But yeah, just put forth your intentions and look at what you're doing, you know, while you're meal prepping or planning stuff out. And, you know, there's, I know plenty of vegetarians, I know a few vegans that, you know, take pride in what they eat. And this Mm -hmm. would be a great thing to add on to that. Of course, I'm not saying go vegan, not saying be a vegetarian. That stuff does not work for everyone. That is not a diet that is correct for everyone. Um, if it's yeah. great for you, then great. But as with everything, one, don't be a dick pusher, like personal yeah. practices on other people. I Two, not everyone's body is the same. What works for you health-wise does not work for everyone. Yes. And that's, that's, my, that's, that's a big complaint I have with like diet plans and stuff. And it's like, oh, we, I want this diet. And, this, this, and this. That's great. That literally, that's great if that works for you, but it doesn't work for everyone because not everyone's biology is the same. Yeah. With, and with like, you know, jumping back, uh, you know, if you are a person who enjoys imbibing in alcohol, you can take it and uh, take some strong distilled liquors and let herbs set in them. Uh, or let fruit set in them and give the intention from that into the alcohol and make basically a potion tonic when you drink it, you know, or if you know that something has it in it, you can already do that. Like if you were doing something with anise or anise, as some people pronounce it, you know, you can use Jaeger for that. I found out recently that's actually an old lady's drink in Germany. Yeah, like, that's a drink that old ladies drink in Germany. Hmm. And a lot of, like, at least before Fireball came along, a lot of frat boys and stuff were just like, yeah, Jaeger bombs. I cannot see an old bitty, <laughs> like, sitting and drinking Jaeger. I mean, I can see it. It's delicious. I can, so I can see I can an see old it. German bitty doing it. No, that's what I'm saying. It's an old Ger- like it's, In Germany, it's an old ladies drink. That's funny. That's interesting. But yeah, that's that's what I have on that. Of course, there's a number of books out there that you can pick up on the topic. Uh, I sadly did not have time to get any of them and read them. I know I'm I'm a disappointment. <laughs> well, I have a lo- I have one that's called The Green Witch. Uh huh. Um, let me pull it out. And I got this from Barnes and Noble, but it talks about like um the natural magic of herbs, flowers, essential oils, and more. Yeah, so I have on herbs, uh, 
Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. Great book. But as far as, like, witchcraft and stuff, or as far as, like, witch, kitchen witchery specifically, um, there's The Kitchen Witch by Amy Harmony. There's The Book of Kitchen Witchery by Carriagewin Greenleaf. And then there's Kitchen Witches <coughs> Guide to Recipes for Love and Romance. Uh, who is this by? Don Aurora Hunt. And all of these came, like, highly reviewed from what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my path is more understanding the practical purpose behind the the herbs and the um the food yeah and then figure then learning the magical purpose behind it i want to know what the food can do for me what this one thing can do is it antibacterial is it antifungal is it good for your lymph nodes type thing and then yeah. then figuring out the magical purpose behind it that's my thing because i my husband and i are are wanting to homestead so figuring out herbal remedies and that's another thing like you can make medicine obviously from the earth but it helps some if you one know the magical purpose behind what you're making the tincture of so that way you put the right intention eventually in it that's my goal anyway because <laughs> i have a lot yeah. of herbalism books of how to make tunctures in breads and all that stuff from scratch that's this has been a big conversation i've been having a lot is um we are taking we are slowly taking processed food out of our lives so we're eating what we obviously have in the house but we're not replacing it with the same item we're replacing it with a less processed food and eventually a homemade version um of that product eventually so that way we're not putting poison in our bodies <laughs> a big problem yeah. today's is well because a lot of times they don't have we don't make food we don't no like we don't buy food rather we buy food products and a lot of things yes that's because yeah. it's that's so freaking processed and there's no telling what's actually in there yes yes yeah because yeah it's there's a lot of shit in your food there's a lot of shit in your food that's not good for you. And I think that's why we saw during COVID, you have a lot of people that started homesteading because yep. and the the price of food is going up and it's like, I can make it cheaper and I can make it better for myself. It might not be like, it might be around the same price, but by eliminating all these processed foods, I'm eventually going to feel a lot better yeah and a lot of people in our generation are um having colon cancers and like intestinal cancers and stuff like that and it's like well yeah 
What we've been eating this processed stuff since from the get go. I mean, all the crap that we put into our bodies, like it's like, yeah. And I mean, I'm, you know, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but it's gonna sound like conspiracy theory. But it's like <laughs> there's a reason why we're having more and more health issues, and you have more and more health issues with the less amount of money that you have and you can't pay for these things and people are getting driven into debt. Yes. It's a big when the wealth when the wealthy people can literally afford good food, they, you know, live better lives because they can afford to live better lives. Yep. I mean that's 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 why, you know not okay. That's why a Coke that's why a bottle of Coke, twenty ounce bottle of Coke is, you know, a a dollar dollar and then a same size bottle of water is like three dollars. Yeah. Like what? Something's wrong with that picture. Yeah. Well, like, um, I'm obviously drinking. I'm a huge Mountain Dew fan, and that's one of the things that has to go. Is once the Mountain Dew's gone in the house, we're not getting any more. And I've switched to, um, Milo Sweet Tea. Have you had them? Uh-huh. Okay, so I ha- I think I have yeah, but I'm not a big sweet tea fan. Mm-hmm. So, two gallons of that is the same cost as one twelve pack of Mountain Dew. And this that sweet tea is better for you. But it's like well, I, except for like all the freaking sugar that's in it. But whatever. Nice <laughs> and it'll be fucking fine. It'll dilute itself. <laughs> I'll be just fine. <laughs> I've said it with some. I, I, I don't really like sweet tea, so <sighs> yes, I'm I'm from the south, and I don't like sweet tea. I'm broken. You know, uh, every that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But yeah, no, I, that's I think sums us up, guys. Is you know, think about what you're eating, think about what you're putting into your body, and use yeah. that for magical means and. You know, maximize your time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I, you know I'm a big proponent in continuous improvement and self help and all that and self improvement. But you know, the best thing you can do, and I I hate saying this because this is like sounds so capitalist corporate America. If you can find a way to streamline the process, streamline the process, <laughs> especially in this day and age. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I think it. I think it is time for us to do our readings. Yes. So I pulled the Queen of Pentacles. I pulled the Hierophant. The what? The Hierophant. Okay. So that like it may have our... another name. Huh? Yeah, it's number five. Oh, you've pulled that before. Have I? Yeah, because I made the I don't same think I have. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to yeah, go first? I can. Give me one second. Because I write down what we pulled. Queen, where'd you go? Okay. 
keywords, practicality, creature comforts, financial security. To meet the Queen of Pentacles is to be ushered into a warm and loving home where you will be nurtured and taken care of. It is easy to see that the greatest joy of the Queen of Pentacles is to take care of others to make sure that her visitors feel happy. Even when times are tough, the Queen of Pentacles makes do. She finds a use for all things and handles situations with sensibility, practicality, and sincerity. For this reason, she is usually adept at her work and has achieved much success in her career. To see her means that you are called to approach the situation with simple common sense, or it is an indication that financial and world stability is here. The card lesson, I care for myself so that I may care for others. Okay. Which... That goes along weirdly with our uh, topic for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my husband and I... We'll talk about this after, but yeah. my husband and I had a conversation, and this makes a lot of sense. Alrighty. So, the Hierophant is the masculine counterpart of the High Priestess. He's also known as the Pope, or the Teacher, in other tarot card decks. Upright, the Hierophant represents an established set of spiritual values and beliefs, and is often correlated with religion and other forms formal doctrine uh, before you can discover your own belief system and make your own choices as associated with the next card the lover the hierophant encourages you to learn the fundamental practices for a trusted from a trusted source so in other words Look for a teacher, you know, look for help. Don't just assume you know what you're talking about. Don't just, you know, take everything at face value. Look to better yourself, but better yourself from someone who knows what they're talking about. Okay. So what do they mean together? Yeah, what do they mean together? So, hmm. You are, you are going to be presented with someone or situation that is going to teach you the importance of stability or is going to give you stability in a way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and like teach you to find the stability for yourself. You know, it's yeah. Life is a journey. Yes. And you know, we just kind of have to live that journey and learn from those who have already lived the journey. Yes. So I think that wraps us up beautifully. Yes, it does for today. This is a so kind until of a next time. Make sure you're sharing our stuff with people. Yes, sure please rate, review, subscribe, tell people, tell your enemies, and if you have a tell topic, your dog. yeah, tell everybody. Um, if you have a topic recommendation or if you have a book recommendation, you can email us at thewaverdragons at gmail dot com, and yeah, 
Until next time. I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.